tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello and welcome to an all-new The Ultimate Fighter, a champion will be crowned on AfterBuzz TV. My name is Daria Baronado and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Mr. George Hermosa. Happy Thanksgiving. Ditto. Eve. 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 No, my name is George, not Eve. Oh, silly me. Adam, Eve, George. I get so confused. Daria. These late night shows. Not your typical... 8 p.m. Biblical name. 8.15. Daria. Mm-hmm. Better not though. Better not. Don't forget Alexis. Oh, and lovely Alexis Torres in the booth tonight. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi. Oh, and then Mr. <laughs> J. Tan is out of town for the holiday, but he sends his regards, and I'm sure he's watching us right now. So just the way, just me and you on the on the panel, just the way it you. should be, Jay. <laughs> you nice. just got kicked out. Okay. So, we're going to start off with last week on The Ultimate Fighter. Uh, it was Random Marcos versus Felice Herrig. Random Marcos defeated. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Thank you. Don't talk to me. Thank you. Oh, wait, no. Are we past that? I won't participate what? in that. Okay. That was weird. <laughs> what? You didn't watch last week? Did you watch last no, week? No, I did. That's why I just thought oh. it was funny because I wasn't expecting it. it oh. Yeah, it was Excuse me. a little weird. Um, Random Marcos def- defeated Felice Herrig via armbar. And that moved her on to the corner finals. Or no, that moved her on to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Randa Marcus is the first girl to be in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. And we had another quarterfinal match this week. Jessica Penne versus Ashley Daly. Uh, number four ranked Jessica Penne versus number five ranked Ashley Daly. The, I think that's maybe the closest fight we've had as far as rankings go thus far. Until next week. Until next week where we have... Number one... Carla Cookie Monster Esparza versus number three, Tisha the Terrorizer, Titanic. I don't know. I'm just making it up. I was going to say, Torres. Like, is that her actual name? <laughs> I don't know. But if she were to have a nickname, she's got to keep with the alliteration. Tisha Torres, the other uh, Terrorizer. I'm giving that to you, Tisha Torres. That sounds cool, huh? She, I think she's, Tisha the Terrorizer Torres. Tisha the Tiny Tornado. Tiny Tornado. That's, yeah. actually, like that. that's actually better than the Terrorizer. Yeah, it is better than the Terrorizer. <laughs> she's tried. one step ahead of the game, George. Okay, so this week we had Jessica Penne versus Ashley Daly. What did you think of that? I thought it was uh, interesting. Did it go how you expected before we give the results away? I mean, it, once uh, maybe we can go back to our uh, After Buzz predictions of last week. Here, roll the clip. No, no, no. Oh, we don't have a clip? No, no. Oh, okay. No, well, I'll just, no. I'll just no. reenact it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Jessica Penne, second round, TKO. That's what you said. That's what I said. Yeah. Hmm. What did I say? Jessica Penne. Yeah. No, no. You said Ash the Bash. Did I say Ash? Yeah, because you were like, blah, 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 blah. Conor McGregor this. Ash no, the no, Bash no, no, this. No, 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 no. I have a South Spot for Ash the Bash. No, but then I oh, said, but. Oh, Conor McGregor, but Jessica Penne, this and that. But I'm going to go with Ash the Bash. I said That's that? what you said, yeah. Oh. Hmm. I did say that, didn't I? I'm a sore loser. But anyway, <laughs> Jessica Penne won. Uh, it had to go all three rounds, and she ended up winning via decision 
at the conclusion of the third round. Um, I gave, I, if I would have to give a, a round to Ash because you know it went the third, so she had to have won either the first or the second mm-hmm. for it to go there. I guess round one because round two was definitively now, Jessica Penne. Did you give that to her just because of the fact that it was um, that it went to the third round? He's turning up my mic volume. You're such a jerk. Um, no, he's not. So, because I remember uh, watching the um, fight for the first time. Is it too loud? Is it good now? No, it's good now. Okay. Watching the fight, I initially would have given Jessica Penne the first round. Right. That's me. I know Alexis, I think, gave uh, Ashley. I wanted Ashley to win. Yeah. yeah. But I think you gave her the first round, right? When we were watching. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah, so. I gave her the first and round. And I, I think we all agree that Jessica had the second round. Yeah. So, so did you give Ashley the, the first round? Because that's obviously what the judges gave her? I gave Ashley the, the the first round because yeah, out of default. Okay. If it since it moved on to a third, I was trying to see where the judges saw yeah, yeah, that yeah. she won. So Ob- I gave yeah, her the so, first out of default. Because I think yeah, obviously it was like, oh, obviously they gave Ash the bash the first round, so it's we one gave of those her fights, by default, yeah, but it, it was I'll admit though, it was one of those fights where I wouldn't have wanted to be the judge. Not that I ever want to be in that position, mm-hmm. but it was it was really hard to gauge because no one person was definitively mm-hmm. really beating the other. I except mean, except for the third round. Yeah. Except the third round was definitely a, a bigger gap between the two. But the first and the second round, Jessica Penne was landing some good strikes on mm-hmm. Ash the Bash, but it was she was counter striking. Ash seemed to be the one that was uh, stalking down Jessica. But then every time Ash would go for a takedown, Jessica seemed to reverse it yeah. to a nice judo toss. But then she would land in like a half guard position where she didn't really work much from. She would land some strikes from the top, but not anything ridiculous. And then uh, they would get back up, clinch against the cage some more. It was a brawl. I mean, they were they were going at it the entire the entire three rounds. So I, I mean, give that to them. Thinking back, I think the judges might have given Ash- Ashley uh, the first round just because she kind of had that weird awkward unorthodox stance feet movement and whenever you fight somebody in that uh, state of where you don't really know what they're going to do you kind of just can't help but watch because you don't know what they're going to do they're so you know i don't want to say weird there's nothing weird about how people fight but it's unorthodox so it's kind of like you have no choice but to kind of wait for the counter and hopefully counter punch or counter their takedown so i think in some ways maybe jessica penny was kind of left watching so maybe that's why maybe uh, the judges gave Ashley the first round because she was being more active. I think I said mentioned early on that um, she was kind of being more aggressive, just maybe with that stance or yeah. maybe that, you know, the feet and the movement. And everything. I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, some of the most high level fighters in MMA, both men and women, you see stalk their prey for the first round or mm-hmm. just observe their prey, I should say. Um, Leota Machida does it. He's, Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva does it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really like to pick up on the movement, the footwork, just the, the overall body movement of their opponent before they go in. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I think it's really smart. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to go in there and get, you know, knocked out from some crazy wild punch. You want to feel your opponent out first. And I think with an unorthodox like stance, like Gilbert Melendez and, and Anthony Pettis were saying that Ash has, that's a smart move on Jessica Penny's part. Mm-hmm. Now, when you only have two rounds and you're on the, the ultimate fighter, it's a scary, it's a scary way mm-hmm. to start because you could lose just for, you know, wasting that time. Whereas Anderson Silva in a five round title match, you know, has that time. Mm-hmm. But I think she, I think she played it well. I think she played it right. I think she felt Ash out. And I still think, even though she won, 
I still think she struggled with the way that Ash moves. Mm-hmm. She's very, um, I, I said she looked like a bobblehead at one point because she, she, just the way she moves, you don't know where she's going to throw next because she's constantly in motion. And I think that's smart as a fighter. Yeah. I it's, mean, I did think it threw off Jessica Penny more, more, I think it threw her off more than she was more so studying her. Right. I think it was more of the confusion and just kind of waiting around for, as opposed to that. So, I mean, yes, I do agree that a lot of it is just kind of stalking their prey, kind of figuring their out. But I think it was less than that and more of the, I don't really understand this kind of, you know, movement. I mean, it's different right. watching it on video and studying, you know, previous fights, but it's actually a lot different than actually being in the cage and actually having it right in front of you and knowing that something can happen in any second. So. Yeah. It's like that feeling of, you know, going to a new gym and sparring with new training partners or sparring partners. And you're like, oh, I'm not used to this. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you have someone that throws you off and someone that's really unorthodox. Every gym has those people. And, it, you know, it's hard and it's hard to deal with. But I think that not to take away from Ash, she has great technique as well. Mm-hmm. She's not just unorthodox and weird and you know she has great technique. Yeah, I mean some of the of unorthodox that. fighters turn out to be some of the best fighters. Absolutely. Look at John Jones. Yeah. I mean, you watch him fight and you're like, am I watching an MMA fight sometimes? I mean, mm-hmm. he does that that weird kick to the knee that yeah. buckles the knee and you're like, okay, oh, it's I mean, legal. he starts off on the floor kind of crawling uh, pretty yeah. much <laughs> every fight. Um Rashad Evans did that too. Yeah. But yeah, same thing with Anderson Silva. Just he, he's somebody who switches stances multiple times during a fight. Yeah. And it's kind of like, whoa, what are you doing now? Oh my God. I don't know. Like it is sometimes a strategy thing. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe that's just the way she fights, but maybe a lot of it probably is too just strategy. Yeah. I mean, I think it works for her. By the way, I want to say Conor McGregor visiting her was as sweet and as amazing as I thought it was going to be last week watching the preview. It was so refreshing to watch too. Right. It was some positive energy in that house when you watch the show you don't realize how much hostility is in uh-huh. it until someone like conor mcgregor comes in who you know doesn't have a ufc championship belt on the line uh-huh. and you 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 watched him feel the tension in the room when he saw jessica penne and he was hugging ash and you saw jessica's face kind of giving him like the evil eye uh-huh. and it's so awkward and he even said it right yeah. he even said "Ooh, it's a lot of tension in this yeah. house I mean, rightfully so. I mean, it is the quarterfinals now, but at the yeah. same time, it was kind of like, they were kind of like mean mugging Connor in some ways. It was like, who the hell is this girl bringing in her, her superstar friend, <laughs> you know? Where's my friends that are coming in? So I think they were a little jealous. Yeah. And, you know, rightfully so. I, I think agree. I, it's mm-hmm. a little intimidating, right? You're, you're getting mm-hmm. ready to fight this girl and all of a sudden, UFC star Connor McGregor comes exactly, in. Cause yeah. if you think about it, let's say you're a UFC ultimate fighter competitor and you see a, top five uh contender uh-huh. of a ufc fighter you'd be thrilled absolutely like nobody even moved i mean nobody was yeah, like oh hey I it's that, was so weird. that that was kind of weird yeah i agree yeah, that, like, nobody this, was excited I, I the only explanation i could have for this is i i'm girls like carla esparza jessica penne felice herrick i mean they all train at you know top 10 yeah, camps yeah. across the country i know for a fact that they've trained with and they're friends with you know Hugh, I mean Felice Harrig's main trainer is Pat Curran uh, Carla Esparza is um, she definitely trains with a lot of high level guys She's I mean you from, said Jessica Penny trains with Black House as well at times Jessica Penny definitely trained through Black House in the past with Justine Quiche mm-hmm. um, Black House itself has names like Leota Machida Anderson Silva training there on 
you know, on a daily basis. So I'm sure none of them are strangers to stars Mm -hmm. as far as MMA stars go. I think if, you know, George Clooney walked in there, all the girls would have been a lot more star. Weaving and fangirling out. (laughs) No, but it's still weird. It's just, yeah, maybe because they're all actually considered professional competitors right now and professional fighters with UFC contracts. Just going back to previous seasons, when that does happen, everybody's so like, even uh, I think two seasons ago, Ronda Rousey showed up at the house and everybody's like, oh my God, it's Ronda Rousey. Right. They got all like excited that's like a, fanboy. That's you know? such a good point because you have to realize the people on this season, the women on this season are already established professional female fighters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jessica Penne uh, had the Adam Weight Invicta belt. She was champ already. Yeah. You know, not of the UFC, but of a different division. And um, who else? Uh, you know, Carla Sparza, Invicta champ. Mm-hmm. So these girls are already established, well-known professional athletes. So I think they've been in and around this circle of, you know, MMA fighters for quite some time. Whereas, like you said, the past seasons, these are new MMA fighters, mm-hmm. you know, in their first couple years of training, some of them just now meeting and understanding the high levels of of sport that's in yeah. the UFC. I mean, a lot of these girls probably have already fought in arenas. Oh, absolutely. As opposed to maybe some of the guys before, they only fought in gyms. You Local know? shows yeah. or whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe that's why they weren't all fangirl about it, but it but was still, still kind of weird to see. I, I would have expected... Uh, a casual reaction like hey Connor you know nice to meet you yeah. or if they had already met like hey nice to see you again because uh-huh. I'm sure some some of them have already met Connor I think Jojo had met him before because she went up and hugged him it looked like a like a casual uh, reuniting but did you happen to catch guys if you didn't catch this go check it out on the fight pass prelims of last week's show Paige Van Zant versus Kaylin Curran um, it was an amazing Three round brawl. Are you looking? Oh, for... <laughs> oh no, she put up a sign, but keep talking. Three, three round brawl. <laughs> yeah, Paige Van Zant versus Kaylin Curran. It was on last week's Fight Pass prelims. If you guys didn't see it, please try and go see it. Uh, whether it's on your Fight Pass or uh, I don't know where else you can catch it, maybe a replay on Fox Sports One. No, I, th- I think you're, you're only going to be able to watch it on a Fight Pass fight right pass. now. It was one of the it was one of the Fight Pass prelims. Right. Uh, it won fight of the night. It won fight of the night, and those girls duked it out. Uh, Paige Van Zandt wasn't on the Ultimate Fighter season 20 house because she's only 20 years old. And to be in the house, you have to be 21 because of alcohol. Um, so I, it's kind of a bummer. Watching her fight was kind of a bummer for the sole fact that I wish she was in this house right yeah. now. I mean, I'll be honest with you. That was probably the only time that I watched of prelims on the fight pass just so I can see Paige Van Zandt. Okay. Because I heard she was Knowing, that good. Okay, because you heard she was good. Yeah, I heard she was that good, her. and she's pretty. But, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, she, you'd <laughs> heard about her. Be- her. Yeah, yeah, ding. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. But you'd heard about her, like, I think, like, a year ago. Heard about this chick. I mean, it, the whole thing is, and as much as people might deny it, when you are pretty, sometimes the spotlight is on a little bit more. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, the fact that, and the fact that she was 19 kind of went along with it a year ago uh-huh. so yeah so then this and that oh ultimate fighter house and i think at first i said she was but then she wasn't but then because of the she's only 20 but so yeah I, I hadn't been hyped for her i think she actually fought tisha torres maybe like a year and a half ago i think did she fight tisha in invicta maybe yeah. possibly and she, and she lost but she showed a lot of promise this and that so i was kind of like wow now i really want to see this girl fight did not disappoint. I mean, this no. girl was impressive. Uh, I, and, I've watched her some of her past matches, and they're entertaining. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong, but this match 
was I was on the edge of my seat the entire time I was watching it. And, and if you really want to be wild, we talked about last week how Kevin Gaslam is 23. There's only 20. Yeah. He's very 20. good point. And she's I mean, younger than you. She is. She is. Think about that. Younger than me by a couple months. Um, it's just crazy that I mean she has a gymnastics background, so mm-hmm. she's an athlete, of course, as a child. But if you just watch this girl's work from the clinch, it is beautiful and. It's weird because Paige Van Zandt is kind of long and skinny. And uh-huh. usually people with that kind of build tend to like the distance fighting. You know, like the, the long kicks yeah, and the long punches. She was not afraid to get in there. She was all about the dirty boxing. It was just the opposite of what I would have expected. And ironically, uh, Kaylin Curran was the girl with the wrestling background. Uh-huh. But watching it, you would think that Paige Van Zandt had a wrestling background as well. I mean, they really, really put on a performance. Uh, it... I think it was it went to decision, right? Or yeah. no, she, no, no, she, she won by chokeout, by 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 submission, I believe. Yeah, I think it was um, a rear naked in the last in the third round. But I was saying I kinda can't wait. Not that I want the season to end already, but I kinda can't wait for the finale to come because I'm sure two days later the rankings are gonna go, you know, champion in the one through fifteen. And there's a there's a couple there's a couple people in that house that aren't going to be on that rankings because of I, I forgot her name, so I apologize. There's a Brazilian out there who's like undefeated. And on all the other MMA sites, she's ranked like number two. She's already up there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then there's going to be Paige Van Sant. So don't be surprised if she's maybe top 10 already. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been, I think this was the second or third strawweight fight in the UFC already. Mm -hmm. There's girls that are already fighting, although they're not in the house for whatever reasons. I know there was another girl that couldn't be in the house because of a language barrier. Yeah, I think that's the girl I'm talking about. I think she's Brazilian. Yeah, Uh, she is. Pretty much pure Portuguese. I'm sure that wouldn't have been... Yeah. Good with the show. Definitely. Maybe um, she'll be on a Brazil seat. Well, I guess she doesn't need to be on the Australian yeah, fighter already, now. She's, she's already, already there. in the UFC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's, there definitely are straw weights that aren't in the UFC yet as well. There's still a lot of, you know, top 10 straw weights that are in Invicta still competing. Yeah, actually, the number one ranked straw weight in the world is actually in World Series of Fighting. World Series of Fighting? Yeah, Jessica Aguilar. Oh, Jessica Aguilar. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, she's an American top team. But girl. I'm sure at some point, if they ever do sign her, she's going to be pretty much right in there yeah i don't know i wouldn't where... be surprised if they if, if she ever does sign in with the ufc at any point in the next couple of years don't be surprised if she, if she gets an immediate title shot yeah i don't know where jessica aguilar is in terms of her career i don't know um how much more she has left or anything like that because i remember jessica aguilar from like you know three four years ago mm-hmm. being the best she trains with tisha torres they're very good friends um down at american top teams in coconut creek florida and they're both ferocious women mm-hmm. um, i've seen them spar in real life and it's 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 interesting to watch they're definitely very technical muay thai kickboxing badass ladies yeah i mean let's go back to the uh badass ladies to drama in the house there wasn't really there wasn't that much what do you think they're about playing that playing with us what do you i mean think about it? i mean just compared to last week i mean we kind of came off that whole roller coaster from last week even uh following up i saw a little bit of that tough talk yeah. Right afterwards, and they were kind of going back and forth. Carlos Esparza and uh, uh, Random Marcos. Yeah, they definitely were, uh, they, not going to be having Thanksgiving together. They're tomorrow. definitely not having Thanksgiving tomorrow uh, together tomorrow. But no, I mean the drama died down because they were focused on the girls they yeah, were yeah, fighting yeah. this week, which was Ash and uh, Jessica Penne. And as you guys saw on the episode, or you will see, Jessica Penne, you know, kind of opened up and said that she's a bit of a loner yeah. and she doesn't like drama and she doesn't like being around, you know, too many people. So I think that's probably part of it. And then Ash is 
a sweetheart, uh-huh. you know, very soft-spoken, similar to JoJo, your your sweetheart. Um, so I don't think there was going to be drama between the two of them. I don't think that the production crew or the editors could have made it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Maybe next week, though, because we have Rose Namajunas uh-huh. versus JoJo, uh-huh. which is going to be Explosive. a retarded, amazing fight. fight. And then Tisha Torres versus Carla Esparza. That's the fight. I think that's the dream fight that everybody's been waiting for. I guarantee I you that next week's show will have the most views of any of the Ultimate Fighter episodes thus so. far. I agree. I think it's gonna, yeah, I think people are definitely gonna tune in for this one. Everyone knows Tisha Torres is, you know, the fancy Muay Thai chick, and then everyone knows Carlos Barzo for her amazing wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's your typical stand-up, you know, striker versus grappler, and they're both pretty women and I think that's going to help and I think a lot of people are definitely going to tune in for that I agree I can't wait I was I was hoping not hoping but actually kind of hoping I was hoping that the Jojo and Rose Namajunas uh-huh. that I was going to be a lot sooner but now it's cool because now we're going to have the two probably the two fights that were um, wanting the most to happen happen in one week on one episode yeah so. the two most anticipated fights are happening on the same episode pretty much I mean that's another reason why it's going to be uh, the best ratings you have two That's not true. one but two amazing fights um so jessica penny is a brown belt in jiu-jitsu and that was like a big factor going into this fight that her grappling was far superior to ash ash the bashes mm-hmm. i don't what do you think do i mean you- i and you couldn't really see it that much during the fight right i mean it was kind of a big a more of a stand-up warfare and you did kind of see them on the ground a little bit there was a couple takedowns from each person that i thought were pretty impressive um, but yeah, you didn't really see the, oh, the, maybe she just needs more work. Maybe the brown belt's not, I think, not good enough. Maybe the black, she gotta go for the black. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think what it was is that she was getting, Jessica Penne was getting beautiful, beautiful takedowns, but she was landing in this awkward half yeah. guard. And I think that, I mean, look at Ronda Rousey. Every time she throws someone, judo tosses or hip tosses someone, she lands exactly where she planned to mm-hmm. land. And that's just, it comes from repetition and precision. Whereas Jessica Penne threw a beautiful throw, got her on the ground, but I think her landing is a little off. I think she, you know, may need to work on the precision of the landing. Do you think the weight has anything to do with it? Because you're mentioning that her her more, not natural weight, but her yeah. typical weight was 105. Yeah, I mean, she she was champ at 105. Uh-huh. She was Invicta champion at 105, okay? She fought Michelle Wooderson, who is, you know, the karate hottie, amazing, amazing fighter. It was an amazing fight until... It went to like the last round and uh, Michelle finished her with like a couple minutes left or something like that. It was close. And she was amazing there. Now you bring her into the 115 strawweight division and she kind of fits somewhere in the middle. Uh-huh. So I, I don't know how it's going to play out. I, I, you know, I haven't seen the most that we're going to see out of Jessica Penne. There's still more to come, I think. But I just see her being more comfortable at Adam weight uh-huh. at 105. And I think that when the UFC establishes the atom weight division, girls like Jessica Penne, maybe a few other of the smaller girls from the house are going to drop down. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Tisha Torres says she, her natural weight's one, she walks around at 123. So that to me tells me that she could probably make atom weight as well, mm-hmm. uh, if she wanted to. Maybe, I don't, yeah. I don't know that she needs to. I don't know that either of them need to. Yeah. Um, but it's always an option when the UFC does come out with that weight class. It's just crazy now that I think about it. There's like that 10 pound difference that makes such a huge, Oh my god, yeah. She's such a huge factor. But then if you think about it, uh between middleweight and light heavyweight, that's twenty pounds. Yeah. So that's crazy. I but don't know why I, I think, think that's once crazy. you're that big, that ten, twenty pounds isn't that big of a difference. Whereas like mm. I mean, when you're like 
when you're 105 pounds and 135 pounds, especially females, look at Ronda Rousey and put her next to Michelle Wooderson. Mm. I mean, that's the difference between 105 and 135. That's a big difference. Because you figure the girls that fight at 135 are walking around at at least 145, 150. Um, and then the girls at 105 are walking around 115, 120. That's a big difference, 150 and 120, especially for females. Well, I mean, George Champier, who fights at 170, says he walks around like around 200. That's a big weight cut. Yeah. Um, I, everyone does it differently. Uh, we had Kenny Johnson on our UFC show talking about, you know, the ups and downs to cutting more weight and cutting less weight. And really, everybody I meet in, in the world of mixed martial arts has a different opinion. Some people I meet are like, Oh, you know, cut cut the 15 to 20 pounds. You're going to be so much faster, so much stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be so much better. And then other people I meet are like, dude, walk around 10 pounds above your weight. Come time the day before the fight, cut eight, seven, eight pounds. Your cardio is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Your conditioning is going to be, you're going to, you're going to be so much better off. Yeah. I mean, like for right, right now, I think I'm at 205. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously if I was a fighter, 185 makes the most sense. Like, I don't see myself getting anything lower than that. I mean, yeah. 170 kind of seems a little too far off. If you decided to make a, like, a Because you, you also think all the muscle mass that I have to gain as well, you know? Right, but you're going to replace a lot of the muscle with, the, you know, the stuff that's already there. So I yeah, don't yeah. think it'll be, like, that much added weight mm-hmm. as much as it is just replacement. Uh, or, like, you know, body mass replacement. So I think that if, you know, you wanted to lose weight and then cut it stay at a lighter weight, like, if you walked around... At 190 or mm-hmm. 185 instead, then you could fight at 170. Because, I mean, even, like, seeing some of these guys, like Nate Marquardt, who fights at 185, uh-huh. I don't think anymore, but Anderson, those guys are huge. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I, maybe I got to go down to 170, but, damn, those guys are so quick. Are you thinking about fighting, George? Is that no, what this conversation's I about? No, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, time is on your side. No, time is not on my side. Time is not on your side. Well, I don't know. I mean, time only goes, I don't know. How does that work? Time goes forward uh-huh. mm-hmm. and never backward. Interesting. Yes. Should we talk about the logistics of time travel? We, we can. Here, roll the clip. No, we don't have, we don't have a clip. <laughs> we don't have a clip for that. We don't have a clip. So next week, who do you say? Rose, JoJo, Wait, wait for it. Clint. Wait for it. There we go. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. That uh, doesn't sound like a drum roll. No. Uh, first fight. Here, the first fight, Tisha Torres versus Carla Sparza. The winner of that fight gets the fight. Brandon Marcus. No. No? No. Who? Who fought today? Oh, uh, Jessica Penny. Jessica <laughs> Penny. <laughs> I was like, who fought today? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't have my, whatchamacallit in front of me. My, Do you have it? Roll the clip. Put it no, on the, okay. Stop it. I don't have a clip. You're putting pressure on the box. Stop Ooh, it. Sorry. Get out of my box. Yeesh. Okay. Wow, this is going to be a tough one. I mean, this can go either back and forth. So, the, so, to clarify, the winner of Tisha Torres and Carla Esparza faces, faces Jessica, Jessica Penne in the semifinals. Ooh, that's. I mean, it's, it's getting, getting it's getting serious. down. I'm I mean, so excited. like I said, it's it's one thing. I predicted Jessica Penne last week. Uh, I think the week before I predicted Felice Herrick, so I was wrong on that. But this is extremely difficult to predict. Here, you go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So Tisha and Carla. I want Tisha to win. I think I want her to win now. Maybe not before. I'm sorry. Was it my turn? Dun dun dun. He did that to me last week, so I had to do it to him. No, this I know week. that's why I'm so happy that you did. <laughs> Come back, George. Come back. Come back. It's okay. 
It's okay. Uh, so I, I want Tisha to win, but I think that Carla's going to win. I th- And my reasoning behind that would be that although Tisha's stand-up is amazing, I don't think she can defend Carla's takedowns. And when it comes to a striker versus a wrestler, if a wrestler can take you down, that's where the fight's going to go and that's where it's going to stay. So I'm going to say Carla Sparza. And then Rose and JoJo. We're not there yet. We're not there yet? No. Okay, one-on-one. Go okay. ahead. Okay. So with Rose and no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Carla Sparza, I used to want Carla Sparza to win. Then of course the, don't talk to me, don't talk to me, thank you, thank you know, and then that happened. And then that happened. And that happened. Um, so I want Tisha to win, but I gotta go with I gotta agree with you. As much as I want to go against you, because then that just makes for boring TV, you know? Yeah. If we all agree with the same thing. Yeah. How uh, stupid is that? You know? Yeah. But, well, I know we're gonna disagree on the next one, so don't worry about that. Really. You really think I'm going to pick JoJo just because I love her? Okay, anyways, we're not there yet. Uh, her, her, uh, what about you, Alexis? You pick. I'm, I'm still torn on Carla or Tisha. I want, I want to stall. I'm going to have to jump on the boat with um, with Daria there. That oh, I think Carla's going to win. I um, agree. It's, it's mostly. Boring. I'm sorry. I just think that it, I agree with the whole like the wrestler thing. I think as soon as she takes her to the ground, I think she's just going to dominate. That's you know just, what? That's my own you know opinion. What? Though. With that said, next week prediction: Tisha Torres. Winner by decision. That would hurt, but at the same time, I'd be okay. Winner with it. by decision. <laughs> I think it's definitely. I'll agree with you. I think it's definitely going to go to a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a finish. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would be I mean, surprised. I mean, I think Carla's going to grind her out. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just going to say, Tisha, just for the sake of at least somebody's right next <laughs> week. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> at least one of us. Will be yeah, at least right. one of us is going to be right. I mean, we can't go in the next week all of us being wrong. That would suck. So that at least suck. somebody's going to be right. Really so Tisha Torres, for the sake of somebody being right. But give us yeah. better reasoning. That's Come it. On. That's the only reason why. That's I told really? you. I, I I do think in my in my gut says Carlos Suarez is going to grind her out with her wrestling. But like I said, for the sake of just somebody being right, I'm going to go with Tisha Torres. Oh, you stubborn uh, mule. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rose and JoJo. You have to go first, George. You have to. <laughs> I can't go first. Why? I literally cannot go first. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. Rose Namajunas. Why? Because her striking. But JoJo's a good striker, too. Listen, JoJo is a very good striker. And I might be biased on picking Rose because I saw her fight more recently. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I went back and watched JoJo's, I'd be more impressed again. But Rose, She is undefeated. She is undefeated. and But Rose Namajunas, the way she moves around the cage, and I, I want to attribute it to her gymnastics background, I swear. Her balance. It's like she moves like a little ninja. Even if she's in the clinch, she keeps her balance beautifully. Oh, no. Rose doesn't have the gymnastics background. That's Paige Van Zandt. I'm corrected. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, but Rose Namajunas just has such athleticism. She's always in the right place at the right time. Her kicks last week or a couple weeks ago looked beautiful. Everything looked beautiful. I'm kind of curious. I know that she was on Team Melendez or is on Team Melendez. Right. But I'm kind of curious if she trains currently with Anthony Pettis. No, she did train with Anthony Pettis. But not currently right now. No. Okay. She They started together at... Um, the Rufus? Rufus, yeah. Mm-hmm. Duke Rufus and all that. Um, and they trained there for a while. But currently not. No. I mean, they're from the same area or? Yeah, yeah, they're both from. But they, but they just don't. But train. they don't. No, because Rose, I think, she trains with, with Pat, Pat Barry, Barry now. And yeah. And, his and crew, does yeah. all that. Like in New Mexico or Colorado or something. Colorado, yeah. What about you, Alexis? Um, I'm actually going to be in the middle because I don't know who's really going to win. Like, I well, actually don't. I know say. I have to pick one. I'm going to. Okay, I'm just okay. saying, like, my initial decision mm-hmm. is literally 
split. It's, it, it's, it's a split. split. Yeah, because uh, after watching Rose uh, fight, what was it, like two fights ago? Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, what was that? Um, my my opinion has changed. So I think that Rose as a striker is really, really strong, but I want to also vote for jo- JoJo just because she's the underdog. And, really? You think and she'd be the... I don't think she's the underdog. I don't think she's the underdog. Really? I, I respectfully so. disagree. I mean, that's fine. I'm, I'm just saying... Disagree. I'm just saying um, that that's how I feel about yeah, it. Because yeah, yeah. I feel like she's so under the radar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like in my brain, she's the underdog. She's yeah. definitely... So was Ashley. So was Ash the Bash. So I don't know. She's definitely under the radar, but she's ranked... No, she's ranked like you, you know well enough. I'm just saying that personally, I feel like because she's so under the radar that not a lot of people are thinking that she's going to take. I'm kind of curious cake. how much the records were, uh, came into effect as far as ranking goes. Um, I think a I lot because I think Carla by default had to be number one because she's the invicted. Champ. Yeah, she was invicted. Uh, number two was JoJo, right? Yeah, undefeated. Number three, Tisha Torres, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Number four, um, who was number four? Jessica Penne. Was she? Yeah. So she's not undefeated. Okay, I, I was just kind of curious. Um, well, I, th- well, I think you proved a good point so far. I mean, yeah, the top three are undefe- undefeated, and that makes sense. Or yeah, top two, and then Tisha Torres. Uh-huh. Um, so that makes sense. But I think overall, it's just like they look at a lot of factors: experience being uh-huh. one of them, um, level of competition, like girls that have been competing in Invicta for a while versus girls that have just com- been competing in like local mm-hmm. pro shows. It's a lot different. You know, it's a much bigger platform competing in Invicta. Until now, it was like the UFC of women's MMA. So I think that goes into effect. Like Angela Hill, for example, she is 1-0 and in MMA. She only has one MMA fight. And in turn, she was ranked, I think, 14 or 15. She was mm-hmm. ranked at the bottom. So I think uh, experience level and record definitely has a lot to do with it. Because yeah. what else can they go off of? Because at the same time, though, we learned very early on that the rankings, uh, I mean, they're just numbers. Hence, yeah. the first week, number three, losing to number 14. Right. So does that mean that Tisha wasn't that good? Or does that mean that Randa was just a lot better than, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, it's... Uh, and it's always and, just numbers. It's always, like, it's always subjective. There's never, there's not an official, like... Obviously, with the records, it's not like sports where you just beat your division, et cetera, et cetera. It's you got voters, people that are voting who is right. the top ten or but top it's fifteen. Not, you know, not only that, it's not it's not basketball where the best team always wins. It's MMA where sometimes yeah. the best person doesn't always win. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, a girl could. I mean, me and Jay would argue about this because Jay always says if someone gets injured during the fight, then it's their opponent's, you know, doing that they mm-hmm. injured them and they get points for that. Who, who says that? Okay, because I disagree. Because, you know, like, for example... Um, I, I disagree, too. What, Anderson Silva? Yeah. yeah. Like, and Jay said that, oh, well, his opponent did that to him, so yeah. he wins. Whereas I tend to think uh, a little more on the equality side where he got injured during the fight. He couldn't yeah. fight his best, and in turn, I don't think it was a real win. Mm-hmm. Um, it could go either way. I, I could see both points of view, but yeah. my personal opinion is that if there's a factor as big as, like, a torn ACL in mm-hmm. a fight or something like that that Heather Joe Clark had to go through, that's a real injury. That's mm-hmm. a real, um, you know, weakness in a fight. Mm-hmm. So I think in cases like that, you know, there there could be rematches and stuff. So yeah. so you got Rose. Who would you say? Um, I'm going to say JoJo. Oh, so that means I got I to gotta go with my gut because no matter what, somebody's going somebody's gonna to think. <sighs> JoJo, I love you. Uh, but Rose is freaking good, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I said I'm split. Like, it's good. hard. Um, 
I'm sorry. I have to go with Rose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's just too good. Yeah. She's too good. I went in. She's just scary good. Like she's one of those, one of those people where you can tell she's very much so like, I'm not comparing her to BJ Penn, but very much like she's got it. Like she's young and similar to BJ Penn when he was younger. It's like, he just got it. He's got that yeah. natural gift, that natural ability to mm-hmm. just fight. He's got that. He had her. She has that killer instinct that just you need to be successful. Not that Jojo don't, doesn't, but Rose, like, uh, I love you so much. Yeah. But I, Rose, I gotta go with Rose. Rose Namajunas just has the ability to prey on her opponent and pick them apart. Cause I feel like she can just grab a limb and just have her way with it. Yeah. I agree. Or, I mean, her stand up, I'm a striker, so watching a great stand up game always, you know, influences me and impresses me. And just watching her pick apart her opponent and not overrun her opponent, you know, not run run her into the cage and end up in some, you know, unuseful clinch. She just stays at the distance, makes it an interesting fight, always an interesting fight, flying arm bars, flying triangles, crazy things. She takes chances. She takes risks, and it always ends up working out in her favor. We'll see you next week. We will see you next week. So next week, Rose, JoJo, Tisha, and Carla. Wow. So the winner of Rose and JoJo is going to go against Random, Random Marcos. Marcos. Wow. So I think I think my prediction is whoever wins that fight will beat Random Marcos and go on to the finals. Mm-hmm. You think they're gonna? You think JoJo and Rose both have the ability to beat Random Marcos? Mm-hmm. I could agree with you there. All right, and I, I think whoever beats it's going to be. I think I know we're wrapping up. Uh, I don't think Jessica Penne. I don't see Jessica Penne or Random Marcos going on. So I think the winner of Carla versus Tisha is going to face the winner of Rose versus uh, JoJo yeah, in the finals. Absolutely. I, I could say the finals right now. I think it's going to be Carla and Rose huh. based off of what I just told you guys. <laughs> so, uh, guys, why don't you let us know who, what you think about who's going to win next what week? What are your predictions? What are your AfterBuds predictions? You. Comment on our YouTube link or you. find us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Where where can they find us, George? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the same username, at ghermoza. That's at shift2, G-H-E-R-M-O-Z-A. Tweet me, Instagram me, like my pictures, like my tweets, or favorite my tweets, retweet my tweets, tweet me back, uh, tag me on tweets. Uh, watch our shows on video on YouTube. Let me know, you know, comments. Hit the mute button right now and tune George out. Got uh, it. You can find me. Alexis, don't forget Alexis. I, Alexis, you go first, honey. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at atorres890. That's A-T-O-R-R-E-S 890. There you go, guys. You can find me at DariaB28 over all over your social media. And you can find me on my new Facebook page, Daria the Jersey Devil Baronado. Guys, be safe tonight if you're going out. It's considered the biggest party night of the year. The really? night, yeah, Thanksgiving Eve, very big party night. I got pulled over last year with my dog on my lap driving. <laughs> and they thought I was drunk, and I I was very sober. Um, anyway, guys, so be safe tonight. Uh, take an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi, and tomorrow or the bus or the bus. Happy Turkey Day and gobble gobble. See gobble you guys later. gobble. Buzz you later. Buzz you later. Too soon. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.